Friends can let friends adopt away too many cats. Friends can let friends spill the tea, the cheese, the gag. Friends can let friends sing while drunk off their ass. But friends don't let friends make a podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Welcome to episode number 28 of Friends Don't Let Friends, friends make, make a podcast. podcast. That's ancient on Helica. Ancient? Because it's a history lesson. You're so lame. <laughs> That's. Tierra Tori. <laughs> go with that. Okay. Because they were fighting for land. I don't know. So. What's up? We're back at you with another holiday episode. Because we need everyone to know the facts. I mean, because obviously we have all of the facts. All of the facts. We're Every so well educated. Fact. We really are. We're well educated, well researched, did it. Well researched it did, just yeah, like that. Like yep. And we're gonna learn you good about I hate you literally <laughs> so much. We're gonna help you learn the actual history Damn. of Cinco de Mayo. The actual history, the Angentory history. The history dot com history. The Google search yeah. history. Of Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Drinko. Cinco de Drinko. And Mexico's actual Independence Day. Yes. Which is not. Yes, you say the Septiembre. Yeah. I know Spanish. Which is not Cinco de Mayo. It is for absolutely your not Cinco people. de Mayo. Whoa. For all you white people, listen, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but where's the lie? All right. I mean, Dad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna start since Cinco de Mayo's tomorrow. I thought. God. Oh. May the fourth be with you today. Oh, by may the, the way. fourth be with you and tomorrow. Let's cinco de drinko all day long. Actually, I might be able to end up with any kids tomorrow. <laughs> you can't post that on the internet. <laughs> no, you said you were gonna watch all the way there. So you can. <laughs> Same. Okay, so. I'm just gonna read verbatim until I find something. <laughs> that, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> until I find something that's not important, and then I'm gonna skip it. You're like skip. Yeah, like Google and paste. That uh, Google and paste. Copy Cut and, and paste. paste. Yeah. yeah. So it celebrates the date of the Mexican. I think you were gonna say the Day of the Dead, and I was like, nope, that's not right. <laughs> Already it off was, to a bad I, when I start. I Mexican Independence Day. It was like related searches for Mexico, and then it was like Christmas, New Year's, Day of the Dead, and I was like, oh, oh, like all these things. Okay, I was like, I was like these are further in the year. Like, what do it's you mean? Fine. Um, the day of the Mexican Army's 1862 victory over France at the Battle of Puebla yeah. during the Franco-Mexican War. Nice. That mouse is so ugly. I hate the animation on this video, dude. Oliver's like, watching a weird, <laughs> like, music video so he can shut up while we record. Yeah. But it's honestly one of the most horrifying things I've ever seen. Yeah. It's, I don't know. They thought these were good. They're not. 
Well, oh, real quick, here's the contents. Uh, Cinco de Mayo history, the Battle of Puebla, how long did the Battle of Puebla last, Cinco de Mayo in Mexico, why do we celebrate Cinco de Mayo in the U.S., and confusion with Mexican Independence Day, and Dear then we're going to get into Mexican Independence Day. Let's crack into it, Let's I guess, just stealing go. everyone's catchphrases. It's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. It's also known as Battle of Puebla Day. While it is a relatively minor holiday in Mexico, in the U.S., Cinco de Mayo has evolved into a commemoration of Mexican culture and heritage, particularly in areas with large Mexican-American populations. Mm, that's what it that's says. That's debatable. That's what it says. I'm just reading what History.com wrote. Well, his, of course History.com is going to say that because it's written by a bunch of white people. So then, here's some history for you. In 1861, Benito Juarez, mm-hmm. a lawyer and member of the indigenous Zapotec tribe, sure. was elected president of Mexico. Okay. At the time, the country was in financial ruin after years of international, nope, yep. of internal strife. <laughs> there we go. I have this, I have <laughs> Imagine. <dyslexia. laughs> That's a very different thing. <laughs> I have dyslexia. I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, and the new president was forced to default on debt payments to European governments. Fun. In response, France, Britain, and Spain. 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 <laughs> Brighton. France, Britain, and Spain sent naval forces to Veracruz, Mexico, demanding repayment. British and Spain negotiated with Mexico and withdrew their forces. Yay! Noise. France, ruled by Napoleon III. Napoleon Bonaparte. <laughs> decided to use the opportunity to carve an empire out of Mexican territory because why not? I mean, that's the spirit of imperialism right there. They've yeah. been doing it for hundreds of years. Yeah, why stop now? Uh, why stop when you're ahead? Yeah. You're right. Late in 1861, a well-armed French fleet stormed Veracruz, landing a large force of troops and driving President Juarez and his government into retreat. Rip. Wow. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay. Ah. The Battle of Puebla. Certain that success would come swiftly, 6,000 French troops under General Charles Latriel de Lawrence, Lawrence's, well, tough break, that's like yeah. Esteban Julio Ricardo Montoya's um, sent out to attack Puebla de Los Angeles, is that what that is? Dos Angeles? Did you just say Dos Angeles? Yeah, literally Los Angeles. Okay, I was like, because I was expecting it to be like something else, and I was like, that's why I said it like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hold on. Los Angeles? <laughs> A small town in East Central Mexico. From his new headquarters in the north, Juarez rounded up a ragtag force of 2,000 loyal men. Me. Many of them either indigenous Mexicans or a mi- of mixed ancestry and sent them to Puebla. Because why send your own men? Accurate. Get somebody else to fight for you. The vastly outnumbered and poorly supplied Mexicans led by Texas-born General Ignacio Zaragoza okay. fortified the town and prepared for the French assault. On May 5th, 1862, Lawrence's gathered his army, supported by heavy artillery, before the city of Puebla, and led an assault. Assault. I'm sorry I said that word. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So how long did it last, you ask? Like a day, but... Let's see. 18 minutes, like the... (laughs) (laughs) The Alamo? Yeah, whatever it was. San Jacinto? San Jacinto. (laughs) 
Wow, you're not even wrong. No way. The battle lasted from daybreak to early evening. Oh my god. And when the French finally retreated, they had lost nearly 500 soldiers. Fewer than 100 Mexicans had been killed. I'm an... No, I was going to say I'm an art teacher. I'm a history teacher, everyone. (laughs) Um, although not a major strategic win in the overall war against the French, Zaragoza's success at the Battle of Pueblo on May 5th represented a symbolic victory for the French government and bolstered the resistance movement. If we get a fourth cat, <laughs> can we name it whatever that is? Zagatecas, Zaragoza's? Yeah. Zaragoza! Zaragoza! Get over here! Zaragoza, get off the table! <laughs> Don't play with Kenga. <laughs> Kenga, get off the table. Wait, we're, ooh. we're gonna be Mexican yeah, names. Yeah, goes up. Bigger, Bucky, Bagheera. Uh, number four. Number <laughs> Start calling by their colors. Orange, <laughs> orange, gray. So that would mean Zaragoza has to be white, because that's like what we're missing. We're like, yeah. You know what kind of cat I really want to be? A calico. No, a tortoise shell cat. Yeah. Torty. <laughs> if we ever do an episode on cats, you're going to be Torty Torty. <laughs> okay. Good to know. <laughs> One of my managers at work started, called me today Tortor. I could have called you Totoro. I was like, <laughs> like, what do you do? Tori. You should Hello. be Totoro. <laughs> You're so dumb. Oh, Tori! <laughs> so excited. <laughs> you should be Totoro sometime. <laughs> Just casually. We're out the week. <laughs> Why do I, I don't even watch that. <laughs> Why would I do that? Because <laughs> it rhymes with your name. <laughs> Tortoro Tori. So that five times fast. Who, buddy? Anyway. Um, what were we talking about? The battle that it lasted an hour and. Wow. Uh, Zara goes on, and then we started talking about Oh, yeah, about cats. As you do. In 1867, thanks in part to military support and political pressure from the United States, which was finally in a position to aid its besieged neighbor after the end of the Civil War, France, 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 <laughs> finally withdrew. France? I'm sorry I'm mispronouncing my mouth hurts. I got okay. my wisdom teeth out last Saturday. It's fine. Um, the same year, Austrian Archduke Ferdinand Maximilian. Yeah, he got killed. He got yeah. sacked. He died. That's what started World War One. Oh wait, just kidding. He was assassinated. I was re- reading ahead. Oh. Um, who had been installed as emperor of Mexico in 1864 by Napoleon was captured and executed by Juarez's forces. Puebla de los Angeles was renamed for General Zaragoza, who died of typhoid fever months wow. after his historic triumph there. So Cinco de Mayo in Mexico. It's not celebrated. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Done and done. Basically, that's all you need to know. 
Um, within Mexico, Cinco de Mayo is primarily observed in the state of Puebla, where Zaragoza's unlikely victory occurred, although other parts of the country also take part in the celebration. Traditions include military parades, recreation, re recreations, recreations. Okay, I was like, hold on. <laughs> of the Battle of Puebla and other festive events. For many Mexicans, however, May 5th is a day like any other. It is not a federal holiday, so banks, offices, and stores are open. Yeah. Why do we celebrate it in the U.S., you may ask? Assimilation. <laughs> oh, some truth was just spilled. Yeah? Yeah. In the U.S., Cinco de Mayo is widely interpreted as a celebration of Mexican culture and heritage, particular. Oh, we already read that, and it's false. Oh, okay. okay. Um, Chicano activists raised awareness of the holiday in the 1960s, in part because they identified with the victory of indigenous Mexicans, such as Juarez, over European invaders during the Battle of Puebla. <gasps> Today, revelers mark the occasion with parades, parties, mariachi music. Mexican folk dancing and traditional foods such as tacos and mole poblano. Some of the largest festivals are held in Los Angeles, Chicago, and Houston. Ayo, H Town. Woo, 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 woo. And now here's the confusion. Yeah. So really, the confusion is from the white people. Yes. Got it. Because I can already tell you that that's one hundred percent who it's from. And just uneducated people, because that's true. I never learned in high school. What it or like any grade, like what it was. Single to my own? Yeah. Like we probably did, but I learned it in eighth grade. I like think, that's in like Spanish one. That's like one day that you Yeah, exactly. And then it's and then now it's when you grow up it's Cinco to Drinko and mm -hmm. it's like It's only about like drinking, drinking. and yeah. So partying. Yeah. Because that's what people We need think another Mexicans day to do, do that, yeah. yeah. Uh, many people outside Mexico mistakenly believe that Cinco de Mayo is a celebration of Mexican independence, which was declared more than 50 years before the Battle of Puebla. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo, I mean, Independence Day in Mexico is commemorated on September 16th, mm -hmm. the anniversary of revolutionary priest Miguel Hidalgo y Costilla's famous Grito Dolores, mm -hmm. Cry of Dolores, a call to arms that amounted to a declaration of war against the colonial yep. Spanish colonial government in 1810. Yep. So, those are the time differences. But yeah, a lot. 50 like, years. Yeah. So here's a little bit of the Mexican Independence Day. Cool. <gasps> okay, so there's a prelude. <laughs> Let's see. It says, long before 1810, Mexicans had begun to chafe under Spanish rule, Spain kept <laughs> a stranglehold on her colonies, only permitting them limited trade opportunities and generally appointing Spaniards. Spaniards? Spaniards. <laughs> oh, okay. There's an I in it. That's how Spaniards is spelled. But it's not like... I know. That's weird. Because it's not spelled like Spain. No. It's like Spaniards, yeah. Yeah, Spaniards. But it's Spaniards. Okay. Weird. You learn something new. Every day. The more you know. Uh, the less I care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell people that, and I always get the same answer that you just did. They're like, I'm like, what? Where's the lie? As opposed to native-born Creoles. Ayo. Ayo. To import colonial posts. 
To the north, the United States had won its independence decades before, and many Mexicans felt they could too. In 1808, Creole patriots, patriots, I can't patriots. talk. Patriots. I can't talk. Okay. <laughs> Saw their chance when Napoleon invaded Spain and imprisoned Ferdinand Magellan. No. <laughs> VII. Seven. No. No. VII. Seven. Seven. Okay. Sorry, I'm dumb. <laughs> yeah. I know how to, to say that. This allowed Mexican and South Diddle American. Diddle Dumpling is the name of this song. Ew. The kids are creepy. Ugly. I don't like the cats either. <laughs> I don't like any of this. Oliver's entranced. <laughs> so oh my god, have you ever seen this? Off topic, completely. Have you ever seen those memes of those videos of the Johnny, Johnny, yes, Papa, eating sugar, no, Papa? You know what I'm talking about? I think you sh- I saw one. Dude, I hate those stupid videos, and they're such a meme. Is he going to sleep? What is happening? Yeah. Okay. With one shoe on. <laughs> Casually. <laughs> That's the dad, they're the same height. <laughs> Shoe off. Oh <laughs> Rips a leg off too. My bad, I dropped something. Is this the kid again? What is happening? His cup. It's fine. Yeah, it's again. The next day. It's the next day. Anyway, I don't like this it. allowed Mexican and South American rebels to set up their own governments and yet claim loyalty to the imprisoned Spanish king. So here's this one is called conspiracies. In Mexico, the Creoles decided the time had come for independence. It was a dangerous business, however. There might have been chaos in Spain, but the mother country still controlled the colonies. In 1809 to 1810, there were several conspiracies, most of which were found out and the conspirators harshly punished. In, oh gosh, Cuertetaro. Sure. An organized conspiracy, including several Prominent citizens were preparing to make its move at the end of 1810. The excuse me, leaders included parish priest Father Miguel Hidalgo, Royal Army officer Ignacio Allende, That's so many names. government official Miguel Dominguez, cavalry captain Juan Aldama, and others. The date of October 2nd was selected for the insurrection against Spain to begin. This one's called El Grito de Dolores. Dolores? Dolores. Dolores. Like, de colores. I know, but it was because it, de Dolores, like, threw me off. Ah. In early September, the conspiracy began to unravel. The plot had been found out, and one by one, the conspirators were being rounded up to, by colonial officials. On September 15, 1810, Miguel Hidalgo heard the bad news. The jig was up. <laughs> coming for him. Oh, this is from Thoughtco. Oh. Dot com. I thought we saw history.com. Yeah, no, I looked at that one and it was like a paragraph that didn't say anything like about anything. So I was like, I'm not going to use this. Um, the Spanish were coming for him. On the morning of the 16th, Hidalgo took to the pulpit in the town of Dolores and made a shocking announcement. He was taking up arms against the tyrannies of Spanish government and his parishioners were all invited to join him. This famous speech became known as El Grito de Dolores, or the Cry of Dolores. Within hours, Hidalgo had an army, a large, unruly, poorly armed, but 
Resolute mob. Same. Me. 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 That's the kind of army I want following me. TBH. A poor but resolute mob. (laughs) Okay, march to Mexico City. Hidalgo assisted by military man Ignacio Allende led his army towards Mexico City. All uh, la, la, la. Uh-huh. Yep. along the way, they laid siege to the town of Guana, Guanajuato, Guanajuato, and fought <laughs> and fought off the Spanish defense of. It's probably Guanajuato, Guanajuato, because I'm pretty sure it's a, a Wait. soft G. Guanajuato, 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 Guanajuato. <laughs> Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a mouthful. I'm sorry for who, if you're, for some reason, listening Dolores to us from there. means sorrows. Cry of sorrows. Um, that kind of sucks because then anyone in the name, with the name Dolores, like their name means sorrows. Uh, along the way, they laid siege to the town of Juanajuato and fought off the Spanish defense at the Battle of Monte de las Cruces. By, Mount of the Crosses. Yeah. Um, by November, he was at the gates of the city itself with an angry army large enough to take it. Yet Hidalgo inexplicably, inexplicably retreated, perhaps turned aside by fears of a large Spanish army coming to reinforce the city. You know what I really liked, Tori? Mm-hmm. That the past couple episodes we've had, you've been like our lead woman. Which the tides are turning, baby. Oh, how the turntable! Oh, how the turntable! <laughs> Somebody just stops. Oh my god! I, I was looking at how to decorate my graduation cap, and so many of them were "May your hats fly as high as your dreams" with Michael Scott's picture on them. Same. Like me. Oh my god! Look at my mug that I got from work today. With Smarties, I wow. know. There's a little note. It's like, thanks for turning your students into Smarties or something like that. Thank you for helping your students become... Smarties. Real, Real Smarties. Smarties. I was like, that's not what it says. It says something else. Um, here's the fall of Hidalgo. Rip. In January 1811, Hidalgo and they were routed at... Allende. That's a cool name. Yeah. Um... I would hate to have it in Texas, though, like, anywhere else, because they'd be Alinde, 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 Andale, honestly, they'd say Andale, yeah, we're routed at the Battle of Calderon, I need to take off my contacts, anyway, um, they were put to death in June and July of 1811, Mm-hmm. The peasant army had disbanded, and it looked as if Spain had reasserted control over its unruly colony. Then, independence is won. One of Hidalgo's captains, José María Morelos, uh, took up the banner of independence and fought until his own capture and execution in 1815. Yeah. He was in turn, su- yeah, he was in, in turn succeeded by his lieutenant, Vicente Guerrero, and rebel leader Guadalupe Victoria, uh-huh. Victoria, Victoria, that's me, who fought for six more years. Finally, in 1821, they reached an agreement with Turncoat Royal, oh. uh, yeah, uh, Royal Officer Agustin de Iturbide, 
which allowed for Mexico's definitive liberation in September of that year. Okay. So, independence celebration, let me see. Yeah, um, so that's not single to mile, but everyone yeah. thinks it is. No, it even says that at the bottom. Yeah. Um, September 16th is one of Mexico's most important holidays. Every year, local mayors and politicians reenact the famous Vito de Dolores mm -hmm. in Mexico City. Thousands congregate in the Zocalo, or Main Square, on the night of the 15th to hear the president ring the same bell that Hidalgo did and recite the Grito de Dolores. That's cool. That is cool. The crowd wars, cheers and chants, and fireworks light up the city. There's Why don't we do that on 4th of July, where we reenact, like, the Boston Tea Party? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somewhere they do. Dude, probably. Um, and then... Most Mexicans celebrate by hanging flags all over their home and spending time with a family. A feast is usually involved. It, the food can be made red, white, and green. Um, all the better. Mexicans that live abroad bring their celebrations along with them. And the U.S. cities and large Mexican populations, such as Houston or Los Angeles, there are parties and ce celebrations. You'll probably need a reservation to eat at any popular Mexican restaurant today. Some people mistakenly believe that Cinco de Mayo is Mexico's Independence Day. That's not correct. Cinco de Mayo actually celebrates the unlikely Mexican victory of the French at the Battle of Pueblo in 1862, and that is Mexico's Independence. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa. And Cinco de Drinco. Yeah, Cinco de Drinco. Aye, aye. So it's kind of a short episode. Yeah. But, but that's all right. Yeah, that's fine. Maybe we'll add some more before we publish it. Who knows? But <laughs> And if not... Just be glad you get some content this week. I know. We <laughs> tried to get it, it. Things are going. Things are going. Things are happening. We're going through it. The end of the semester. Same as last year. Yeah, this transition period is not fun. No. And we're kind of losing our minds. Yeah. So. Yeah. But on the bright side, I got a scholarship. A A A A. Woo woo. So. So yeah, we just gotta see how it goes. But for now, you can find us on Instagram at Friends Don't Let Friends Podcast. <laughs> Email us topic suggestions, comments, concerns at friends don't let friends podcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook at friends don't let friends make a podcast and Twitter at FDLFMA podcast. There you go. I memorized that one. Amen. Um, um, also, check out Flipbook, Flipboard, Flipbook, <laughs> Bit. <laughs> All the flips. Yeah. Um, Flappy Bird, that one too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Dude. when people were buying Dude. iPhones that still had it? Yes. Wild. God, the world we live in. Oh, Dude, man. can we talk about how last year children were literally eating laundry detergent? Dude. <laughs> and then Hawaii had that missus, missile crisis. Oh year. my God, yeah. Everyone forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, we live in a hellscape. Yeah. Um, but um. for now... Uh, but also, wait, 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 wait. Oh, 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 oh. We're thinking of making shirts. Yeah, merch. So, so we shirt. mentioned this on our last episode, too. But as a reminder, we are wanting to do merch. So please interact with us. If no one interacts with us, then we can't make merch because we don't know who wants what. Yeah. So. And we're not just going to make a bunch and like keep posting it. Like, no. If you want it, then we're going to add it to what you we have You have to order. let us know that you want it, and then we'll do it. <laughs> yeah. And an address if we don't know where you are. Yeah, it's not how it works. We don't run that way. We're so. poor college kids. And, and it's not going to go to us. It's going to go to microphones and yes. all that good stuff so we, can sound, yeah, so we can sound better and give you better content. Yes. 
And as you were saying... Oh, friends can let friends misrepresent a holiday just in order to get crazy drunk. But friends don't let friends make a podcast.